all sports, all angles, all the news. The Radio Tab Breakfast Show. Time to talk uh, boxing, and there's a fair bit of boxing, as always, in the news at the moment. And we have from main event, Ben Damon on the line. Morning, Ben. How are you? Morning. Yeah, it's uh, it's becoming a regular occurrence, uh, boxing uh, each and every week at the moment. We've got a big fight up in Brisbane um, tomorrow night with Justice Sooney taking on Kiki Latelli live on Fox Sports and KO. And, of course, we launched the uh, Paul Gallen-Justin Hodges rematch at a fiery press conference yesterday. <laughs> well, Ben, I was going to ask, maybe it's one time, so you're going to have to start doing a lot of these presses with a mouth guarding just in case you don't <laughs> cop a, a, a stray blow because they oh, are no. getting, they're getting more worked up every time we see a presser. Yeah, I know, and my good mate Michael Zarafa was in good form yesterday as well. He offered me out um, after I uh, directly asked him if he'd be turning up on this occasion because, uh, of course, notoriously he did not when he was meant mm. to fight against Tim Zhu. So, uh, yeah, we had a, a good bit of banter. Um, actually did a podcast with him afterwards, uh, Zarafa, and some fascinating stuff in there just about what he went through after he did pull out of that fight and the way that he's been portrayed. And uh, largely, really, it wasn't his fault. It was his team who made the call. So, um, yeah, there's some interesting stuff in that. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's becoming very, very fiery. Um, a lot on the line for all of these fighters. So they, uh, they do certainly... Uh, get themselves worked up at press conferences and weigh-ins, and I'm sure today's weigh-in will be no different. I'm on my way to Brisbane now to host uh, the Huni Latelli weigh-in, two big heavyweights with a lot on the line. Well, they are, and there seems to be... We spoke to Justice Huni uh, earlier in the uh, the week, Ben, and there seems to be real... Uh, interest in how he's developed after these um, training sessions overseas uh, uh, yeah. with uh, Justin Fortune and where the improvement is and uh, how it's going to show itself. Uh, what are you expecting or what are you looking forward to looking at? Yeah, geez, he's, um, he's pretty harshly marked, isn't he? When you consider what he's done, uh, he was an outstanding amateur, won a um, medal at the uh, World Championships as an amateur, then won the Australian title at heavyweight in his first professional fight. Now he's 6-0 and with four knockouts, and we're all trying to pick holes in, in what he's done and say that he doesn't have punching power or he doesn't have this, he doesn't have that. Um, I think that uh, we should be enjoying his ride to some extent mm. because uh, he is a once-in-a-lifetime heavyweight. and We just don't get them in Australia. He has been brilliant so far. He uh, has shown that he's one of the uh, fastest, if not the fastest, punching heavyweight in the world at the moment. And they're fighting against Kiki Latelli, who's a very tough guy. Um, but after this, the plans are for him to step up potentially against someone in so the, the top 10 in the world. So uh, for someone at this early stage of their professional career to be um, uh, having those sorts of fights even talked about is, is quite phenomenal, really, in the stacked heavyweight division. But he's got to get past Kiki Latelli because he is a, a very, very strong guy from New Zealand. He's coming to knock Justice Hooney out. It's a tough fight for Hooney. Um, but perhaps we do see some extra elements in what he's done. Uh, a lot of talk about potentially him trying to throw with a bit more power and trying to uh, get Latelli out of there rather than just outboxing him and um, outspeeding him as he has done with previous opponents. But um, whatever he does, uh, victory is all important because there's such big things ahead. We, we know ultimately it comes down to what you do in the ring, but, but promoting it takes plays a big part as well as far as boxing is concerned, Ben. And, and you know, Justice, he did his first ever radio interview with us a couple of years back, yeah. and he was so very, very quiet and reserved. But you look at him now, he is more outspoken and obviously more confident uh, being in front of a camera or on microphone in front of him. But what I've noticed about him, 
even when things get heated now in press conferences, he stays very calm. Not embarrassed, but calm. And I think that's a great attribute to have. Yeah, he's matured a lot, um, and he's had to do it in the public eye. Uh, you'd know the, the attention that he has got, particularly in Brisbane, uh, talking to you guys and, and so many media and also internationally. There's a lot of buzz around his name um, right around the world in the heavyweight division. All of the big promoters and, and all of the big heavyweights, they know all about him. Um, they've watched his fights. Uh, I interviewed Tyson Fury a little while ago, and he keeps a very uh, good eye on what Justice Ooney is doing, as well as uh, pretty much everyone. In, in global boxing at the moment. So, yeah, he's someone who has had to uh, grow up in front of us and he's done it very well. He's a, he's a good fella too, which uh, is important because that side will come through when you're uh, doing that much media. People are going to see what the real you is and thankfully he is a nice bloke. So that does come through and particularly when things do get heated and I, I know that this uh, New Zealand team of Latelia trying to get under his skin as everyone does. Um, yeah, he does just let it wash over him a little bit. He's probably got even further to develop in terms of um, what he does at press conferences and the like. He would have learnt plenty in the build-up to the Paul Gallen fight, but uh, still he's developing in that sense. But, um, yeah, he's doing a really good job. He's uh, so fresh in his professional career, but it's just so exciting what's ahead for him. And, uh, Ben, uh, you mentioned uh, Paul Gallen there, and uh, earlier you talked about uh, the Justin Hodges sort of... Uh, Coming a fight, I think a, a lot of people were surprised uh, with how well Justin Hodges went in the first one when that was part of the uh, two opposition or the two boxer bout against Paul Gallen. What are you expecting in this one? Yeah, he dropped him um, and dropped him hard as well. He really hurt Paul Gallen. Uh, and probably it was a, a foul by Gallen that allowed him to stay in the fight. He, he pushed Justin Hodges right back over the ropes, if you remember, and threw that, that shot over the top. And then the referee, rather than giving uh, Hodjo a chance to recover, said, get up, uh, ultimately telling him to stop milking it. So it was a pretty controversial moment. Uh, Hodjo was ultimately stopped uh, while he was ahead on the cards after the knockdown. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know what happens because you've got to give Hodjo a chance um, in this fight because uh, he, he dropped him in the first one. So, yeah, it's interesting. Um, I, I recorded a face-off piece where they sit either side of me in a studio yesterday and uh, the key sticking point is um, the, the duration of the round. Mm. So uh, Paul Gowan was under the impression that this was three-minute rounds. I think we discussed that in the ring straight after the last fight, to be honest. But Justin Hodges is adamant he wants two-minute rounds. It does play into his hands for it to be two-minute rounds, and Gal would want the, the three-minute rounds, no doubt. But um, yeah, it's a legitimate sticking point. It's not a, a bit of theatre that's been created. They are... Uh, firing up over this and um, yeah the Rose brothers have to try and sort it out between them and I was speaking with them this morning again about um, what they can do. Uh, I think ultimately Paul Gallen wants a little bit more money if he's going to fight for the um, two minute rounds which is always uh, something pretty firmly in his sights but that'll have to be sorted out. Surely it will be um, and, and that'll play a key part as well. I think it really does help Ojo if it is two minute rounds and it certainly helps Paul Gallen if it's three. Uh, a bit of a fiery press conference yesterday. We've got a little grab from this. Ben, play it now. This is Justin Hodges on Paul Gallen. Do you think he's going on one or two fights too long now? Yeah, look, he's had a... Yeah, some of the some of the people that he beat have been unbelievable. And it's a full... As I said, I'll, I'll never disrespect him for the people that he's fought. He's, he's had a hell of a career. And, yeah, you, look, you don't want to see people like that go on too long and, and get seriously hurt. But at the end of the day, if I don't hurt him, he's going to hurt me. Um, so that's all it is. You know, I don't ever want to see him get seriously hurt and you know he's, he's got kids just like me he's got a life after, after boxing and after footy so you know hopefully i can just catch him early that'll uh put him at ease and hopefully don't hurt him too much but i've got to do what i've got to do to win otherwise he's going to hit me as hard as he can as well 
a very compassionate Justin Hodges mm. there, not not wanting to hurt him too much, Andrew, wouldn't be? No, yeah, very good. Yeah, good. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. Um, I, I the, the thing about this fight as well is it's the end of the um, outstanding professional sporting careers of two legends uh, across a, a couple of sports. So certainly legends in rugby league. Yeah, their, their duration in in that sport and what they both achieved is quite incredible. And then they've they've headed over to boxing. And Paul Gallen's done some remarkable things. He's fought for Australian heavyweight titles. Uh, he's been a former world champion in the first round in Lucas Brown, and he uh, he beat uh, Mark Hunt as well uh, when he was still uh, a legitimate, incredible uh, combat sports person. Uh, Justin Hodges hasn't sort of reached those heights in the professional boxing ring, but he's uh, he's had a really good crack, and um, he's managed to make himself a good earn and had a lot of fun. And the thing about Hodjo is he uh, he loves boxing. He's a he's a, a boxing fan first and foremost, and he's coming to the sport with the right attitude, and he's done a really good job. So yeah, it's um. It's a good way for the pair of them to go out, but it's going to be an especially good way for the winner to go out of their professional sporting career. And it's going to be a, a tricky one for the loser to swallow because, um, yeah, they would want to get one up on their uh, their interstate opponent, no doubt, and um, only one can win. So, yeah, there's a lot on the line for them. They'll be working hard, and uh, assuming we can get these rounds agreed to, then uh, it should be a really good night on November the 23rd. Uh, just on the international scene, we had Eddie Hearn out here not so long ago for the Suncorp, uh, or oh, sorry, Southbank Piazza um, fight, and uh, he looks after Anthony Joshua, of course. Well, the Anthony Joshua uh, Tyson Fury possible match, where does that currently stand at the moment? Yeah, I did that fight for Eddie Hearn when he came out, um, uh, commentated on a big night there in Brisbane, and it was a, a really fun event. I uh, had a chat to him about that uh, Anthony Joshua Tyson Fury situation uh, then and, and other uh, possibilities with uh, with uh, Anthony Joshua. Um, I don't think that fight's going to happen anytime soon. I, I don't really think that Tyson Fury was realistic about wanting that fight. I think he was probably always headed in a different direction, but he used it, as he does so well, uh, as a bit of marketing. Um, you've sort of got to take about 5% of what Tyson Fury says uh, as truth and the rest is just bluster and and whatever else he he wants to to be putting out there. Um, He's brilliant at it. Mm. Um, I I think he's a little bit the boy who cried wolf at this stage because uh, he does do it every day. But, um, yeah, they they tried to to cobble that together with some uh, unrealistic deadlines from Tyson Fury. Ultimately, it couldn't happen. But um, if he were to fight, and he is fighting... Uh, now, a, sort of a trilogy fight that um, you know hasn't really been uh, been called for against Derek Chisora, uh, Tyson Fury. So that is booked in for December the third. Um, Anthony Joshua won't fight again this year. Then the thinking is that Fury will fight against Alexander Usyk uh, for the world title unification bout. So all of the belts in the heavyweight division. Um, then perhaps they start to move towards a Joshua fight because uh, for all the belts. Um, you know, assuming that uh, that Fury could beat Usyk, and that, that's no given. Uh, a fight between two Englishmen in England, hopefully, uh, would be one of the biggest, if not the biggest, bout of all time. Ben, just a uh, couple of dates and how our listeners can watch these fights tomorrow night. Justice Hooney and Kiki Latelli. Yeah, that one's on Fox Sports and KO, so on Fox Sports 505. It's not a pay-per-view, so uh, you can tune into that from 6pm uh, Brisbane time. Uh, really looking forward to calling the action there. It's a good undercard as well, some familiar names. Um, I'll be doing that broadcast with uh, Jeff Horn and with Harry Garside as well, so looking forward to um, to getting to Brisbane today, doing this weigh-in, and then, yeah, the fights are all on tomorrow night. Big night of boxing. And then the other one we've been talking about is Paul Gallen and Justin Hodges too, which also features uh, Michael Zarafa 
Alpha in his return against Danilo Criati. Uh, that one's on November the 23rd. It is a pay-per-view event, on-main event, available via Foxtel or KO, and that's a Wednesday night, November the 23rd. And they're the uh, the two big domestic uh, events that we have right ahead of us. So, um, yeah, looking forward to, to both of those and plenty happening internationally as well. Some, some really good stuff, and it's a busy time for boxing right up to the end of the year. You're doing a great job, Ben. No doubt we'll speak to you before November 23, Gowan and Hodges version 2. Hooney and Latelli tomorrow night. We'll watch that on Channel 505. Thanks, Ben. Catch up soon. Yeah, thanks so much. All right, talk soon, boys.